0: God rest ye merry gentlemen Nothing you dismay For Jesus Christ our Savior Was born upon this day To save us all from Satan's power When we were gone astray Oh, tidings of comfort and joy Comfort and joy Infant lay. They found him in a manger where oxen feed on hay. His mother made holy tide of Christmas all.
1: Welcome to worship on this beautiful Sunday morning. It is wonderful to see you all here, and it's great to see you kiddos here as well. And now, friends, the peace of Christ be with you all. And let us greet one another. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Wonderful. I am, before we begin to pray, I am going to let you know that the children's moment and the Advent candle are done together. So we are going to light the Advent candle uh, after we talk about it for just a moment with the kids, and then after that we're going to dismiss the children. Just so that you know, we've got to work on our Advent bulletin just a little bit to make sure that's a little bit more clear. But that's our plan for now, but let's join in a moment of prayer Holy and loving God, we thank you and we praise you for allowing us to be here today. And Lord, we ask that you pour your Holy Spirit upon us. Bless us with your spirit and your power as we worship you today. Through Christ our Lord, we pray. Amen. Amen. All right, kiddos. So today is the first day of an important season. Raise your hand if you know what this important season is. Advent. Very good. Today is the first day of the season of Advent. Can anybody tell me what the last day of the season of Advent is? Christmas. Christmas. Exactly. The last day. Advent takes us right to Christmas. It's the season where we make sure that we are getting our hearts and our minds ready for Christmas. Does that mean we're getting our hearts and our minds ready for a morning where we get lots of presents? No. What do you think it means to get our hearts and our minds ready for Christmas? It means that we need to focus on who? Who? What do you you got? On Jesus, exactly. We need to focus on Jesus and all that Jesus has for us and all that he wants us to know and all that he wants us to learn. So we have a really special tradition in the church during the season of Advent, and it's a really calm and peaceful tradition, and I think it's also really beautiful. Does anybody know what our tradition is in the season of Advent? Any guesses? If you exactly good job we light the candle of advent so we're going to be really calm and really quiet and we're going to light the advent candle today and so each sunday i'm going to have a different kid or a couple kids light each candle so this week we're going to light one candle any guesses what candle we're going to light what that candle means this would be a big hard one any guesses oh yeah it's one of them but this one's not love any other guesses Hope, oh my goodness, you're right, a hope. And so we're going to start by lighting the hope candle. And next Sunday when we have two candles to light, I'm going to have one or two kids light the hope candle and then the next two kids are going to light another candle. And so here's the candles that we have. Why don't we stand up nice and calm and quiet because there's okay, with candles there's also fire involved, right? So we have to be really careful. So we're going to go over to our, what's called our Advent wreath. So we're going to walk over here to our Advent wreath. So this week, I asked Taylor and Walter to light our first candle for us. And our first candle is, as Ben said, the hope candle. Next week, we're going to light the... uh, Actually, I think we should start right here. I lied. We're going to start with this candle. This one's going to be our hope candle. We're going to light our hope candle and then our peace candle. And then our joy candle, and then our love candle. And then on Christmas Eve, we're going to light one last candle. This, is, this one right here, this is our uh, joy candle. That one we're going to... Isn't it interesting how it's pink? You'd think it would be love, wouldn't you? But it's not. That one right there is our joy candle. And then... Well, this part needs to get pulled up. I think that's what you're talking about, the wicks down. I just noticed that too. And on Christmas Eve, but this is our nice calm moment. On Christmas Eve, we're going to light this candle in the center. And the candle in the center is called the Christ candle. So what's going to happen is all of these adults are going to start singing. You guys, adults, you have the words in your bulletin. All the adults are going to start singing our song. And we have to be very careful because, yeah, they're going to sing the song. And we have to be very careful because with candles, there's also fire. And together, we're going to light this candle, Taylor and Walter, and this candle again is what candle? The candle of hope. All right.
0: Light one candle for hope, one bright candle for hope. He brings hope to every heart, he comes, he comes. Light one candle for hope.
1: And now let's stand around the Advent candle and let's very carefully and calmly, because there's fire here, let's say a prayer. Holy and loving God, we thank you and we praise you. And Lord, we ask that you pour your Holy Spirit upon us as we light this hope candle so that we can have hope in our lives. Through Christ our Lord, we pray. Amen. Now very carefully, you can go off to Sunday school.
0: Children with my blessing ever.
1: And now, if anybody has any announcements, you can come forward at this time. I do want to bring your attention to the back of the bulletin where we have our December calendar. There's also going to be some Christmas caroling, but I did not recall those dates when I was doing this, and so we are going to have some opportunities to go Christmas caroling this year. So if you're interested in doing that around the neighborhood and maybe to some other places, you'll hear about that. But otherwise, a lot of what we have going on during the season of Advent and Christmas are right here on your calendar. And I want to say a huge Thank you to John and Jeff and the whole team that put on the rummage sale that we had. What an amazing uh, fundraiser. Thank you, guys, and all your helpers. And then I also want to thank uh, Ted Camp for cooking the turkeys with Troy as his assistant. He cooked eight turkeys. And then I want to thank Rick, who's right here, who worked with Ted to tear the turkeys apart and all that you do. And we it created a whole bunch of trays of turkey. And then all the volunteers from yesterday for the community dinner. And we served a bunch of people, though we do have some left over because we had made 200 dinners, and we do have some leftovers. So if you would like. to take home a turkey dinner with you they are in the fridge so you can do that we also have one more tray of turkey i have no idea i think rick has magic turkey powers as he separates all the turkey and everything and so we do have one extra tray of turkey so if anybody wants to take home just some turkey too we can separate that into smaller containers but thank you to all of our volunteers nothing would be possible without our volunteers
2: good morning i have two announcements women's fellowship Our Christmas lunch is December 10th, 12 o'clock, at Payne's Restaurant. There is a cookie exchange. If you want to go to the cookie exchange, Robin will have a sign-up sheet right inside the doors there. So please sign up for the cookie exchange. Also, if you'd like to go to the luncheon, please let me know. Either text me or email me so I can get a count. And the second announcement is for Plymouth Crossroads. are not picking names and buying gifts. They ask that we buy uh, gift cards to Target, Walmart, um, or fast food restaurants, because apparently the boys like to eat. (laughs) So um, McDonald's, Tim Hortons, Burger King, any fast food you can think of, um, they will be greatly appreciated. And I'd like them in by December 17th so I can drop them off at uh, Plymouth Crossroads. Thank you.
3: I know we missed a Sunday last week coming to church, so I just want to remind you that there are still tags for the ARC um, needy children that there's probably about maybe 10 or 11 that need to be uh, taken. I hope you will consider taking one. The gifts are to be new, unwrapped. You can just put them in gift bags or even a Tops bag, although whatever you want to do. Just put their name or the gift tag itself back on the bag. And they're due back to the church. You can put them in the church office or on the table outside pastor's office uh, December 11th. So I thank you for that. Also, I am uh, collecting calendars for the Veterans Hospital. You're probably getting inundated with them in the mail by now. I'll be bringing the box in uh, next Sunday, but feel free to bring all the calendars. The wall size is all that they're looking for. They really hope they can get a calendar for each room, and I know in the past Zion has contributed a lot to that, so thank you for that.
4: Um, good morning. I'd just like to tell you guys about a uh, vocalis Christmas concert. It's next Friday and Saturday night. Um, there's a poster out on the bulletin board. Our own Bethany and Dave are members of the choir. It's a wonderful choir. My daughters remember too. Um, <laughs> and so uh, all the details are out on the bulletin board. It's Friday, uh, December 2nd at 8 p.m. out in Williamsville and it's Saturday, December 3rd at 7.30 at the Carpellis manuscript you. Thank you. Good morning. It's that time again for the poinsettias. Um, we have two different boxes. I don't know where you found the other one. You did, thank you. Oh my goodness. Anyway, so now we have two, so you have a choice. Um, you can either order your poinsettias on Breeze or you can Deposit uh, there's order forms in back. You can pick one of those up and throw them inside of here with your monies. Or this week, John and Jeff are going to help out and be in Cook Hall between church services taking money for that. Um, the other thing we're looking for too are, is people to help deliver the poinsettias to shut-ins. We're going to be doing that on December 21st. Um, there'll be a sign-up sheet out of the on the little cork board. So if you're willing to help deliver out to the shut-ins before, before Christmas, um, it would be much, much appreciated. Thank you so much.
0: Please join for the Advent Litany. We are called to wake from sleep. Wake up and hear, to wake up and see. What has the Lord to show us? New life, a new world, a different set of priorities. Freedom from the tyranny of desiring and acquiring. Wake up, wake up. Hear the invitation that echoes down the centuries. Welcome the way of Christ and find freedom.
1: be seated and open up your pew bibles to the book of romans we are going to read paul's letter to the romans This is just a short reading this morning. We're going to read from the 13th chapter, verses 11 through 14. So I'm going to make sure everybody has a chance to open up because we are only reading verses 11 through 14. So take a moment to open up to your pew Bibles, page 1036, or your large print New Testament, page 217, or if you're at home, make sure to open up as well to whatever you have for your Bible. We are looking in the book of Romans, which is a letter that the apostle Paul wrote to the church in rome which was a mixture of gentile christians and jewish christians who were trying to figure out how to get along and so they wrote to paul and paul wrote back to them and we are going to read verses 11 through 14 if you are ready to hear the word of the lord through the apostle paul will you please say amen Amen. all right starting with verse 11 besides this you know what time it is How it is now the moment for you to wake from sleep. For salvation is nearer to us now than when we became believers. The night is far gone. The day is near. Let us then lay aside the works of darkness and put on the armor of light. Put on the armor of light. Let us live honorably as in the day, not in reveling and drunkenness, not in debauchery and licentiousness, not in quarreling and jealousy. Instead, put on the Lord Jesus and make no provisions for the flesh to gratify its desires. The word of God for the people of God. Thanks be to God.
0: That's the drum.
1: join with me in a moment of prayer holy and loving god we thank you and we praise you for this first sunday of advent we thank you and we praise you and lord we ask that you pour your holy spirit upon us as we worship you today bless the words of our mouths and the thoughts of our minds so that all that we do and all that we say can be holy and acceptable to you O lord our rock and our redeemer through christ our lord we pray amen So our reading today is short and concise. Talk about a short and sweet reading there for us. But I think that it's actually the perfect way to begin the season of Advent because these words of Paul, though they are few, they do a good job at echoing so many things that Jesus had said. It echoes the words that Jesus said in his parables when he told his disciples to stay awake, for you do not know the day or the hour that the Son of Man will receive return and it echoes what jesus said in the garden of gethsemane in this garden of gethsemane that i got to see while i was in israel it echoes what jesus said the night before he died or the night before his when he was betrayed it echoes what he said here when he told his disciples i am deeply grieved even to death remain here and stay awake With me, Jesus gives this sense of needing to be alert to stay awake. Not meaning that we always have to stay awake at all points of time, but to be alert, especially in tense situations. And did you know, by the way, what Gethsemane means? Does anybody here know what Gethsemane means? Now, I'm sure I learned this once upon a time, but it never stuck with me until I was actually uh, standing outside of the Garden of Gethsemane. But the Garden of Gethsemane was was back in the time of Jesus, and is now a garden full of olive. Trees and it also used to have an olive press in it, and Gethsemane literally means olive. that's exactly what it means and so gethsemane is the olive press garden filled with olive trees some of those trees in that garden right there are so very old and they're still harvested today but what it means is olive press and when jesus was praying in the garden of gethsemane when he asked his disciples to stay awake when he prayed he felt the weight of the world on his shoulders and as he was praying he was in such agony that he actually started to sweat drops of blood i wonder if jesus felt like he was in an olive press if he was being pressed with all of the weight of the world upon his shoulders so much so that he actually started to sweat drops of blood so paul the apostle paul echoes the words of jesus to stay awake or as paul says to wake from sleep in his letter to the romans because he needed the romans to wake up to what really matters he needed the romans to wake up to what was most important and isn't that what we're supposed to be doing during the season of Advent? It's not just getting ready for Christmas. We still need to get all of our Christmas stuff up here at church, which we'll do this week. We, I know I still need to get all my Christmas stuff up at house. It's not just about getting ready for Christmas, but instead the season of Advent is about waking up. Waking up to what's really going on in the world. Waking up to what really matters waking up to what christ wants for us in our lives and the apostle paul when when he wrote to the church in rome he wanted the church to to wake up because they had so many differences that divided them we had the jewish christians and the gentile christians and they needed to live in community together but they lived such vastly different lives and and they weren't getting along and so they wrote to paul and they asked paul for paul's help and paul wrote this letter back to them and so Paul echoes the words of Jesus when he tells them to wake up, be awake, be alert, pay attention to what really matters. And then the Apostle Paul also said something that I found so beautiful and so profound, and it's really one of the other main reasons why we're reading this today. The Apostle Paul tells the church to put on the armor of light. Put on the armor of light. There's no denying that there's darkness in this world. There's no denying that there's pain in this world. There's no denying that there are so many terrible things in this world. And so the Apostle Paul tells the church to put on the armor of light. Imagine if during the season of Advent, we paid attention to these two things. Imagine if during the season of Advent, we make sure that we wake up, (laughs) wake up to what really matters, and then we put on the armor of light. How beautiful would that be if every follower of Christ figured out a way to put on the armor of light during the season of Advent? Do you think we'd make this world a better place? I still sure think so. Now I'm going to tell you a story. This was not originally in my first version of my sermon, but after telling this story a couple times last night, I realized that it actually fits today. And so I'm going to tell you this story. Uh, so for those of you who heard it last night that were my volunteers, you guys get to hear it again. So I had my mother-in-law with me all last week. My mother-in-law has Alzheimer's, and it's getting pretty bad. It's at the point where she knows who we all are, but she repeats the same things over and over and over again. You know, her short-term memory basically doesn't exist. And so she asked questions over and over and over again. So last Saturday night, not, yeah, not yesterday, but last Saturday night, we finally got back into New York State after our vacation, which didn't look like it was going to happen. We flew into Syracuse, and then we rented a minivan, and then instead of coming home, we actually had to drive up north of Watertown in order to meet my father-in-law and pick up our dogs who he had been watching and my mother-in-law and then we had to drive all the way back you know back down towards Syracuse and then over back home where we just nicely hit the snow the snow right as it was sitting on top of Amherst so that was a wonderful thing and so we made our way home and then I had my mother-in-law with us all week long and then uh, during that time that my mother-in-law was with us my father-in-law drove down to their place in Florida because he knew she couldn't make the drive. And then on Thanksgiving, we had an early Thanksgiving dinner, you know, really a Thanksgiving lunch. And then at 4.30, my mother-in-law and I caught a plane down to Florida. So I was in the airport. I had her in a wheelchair because her knees aren't very good. It's also a good way to keep her in one place because she has no short-term memory. And so I had my mother-in-law in the wheelchair and we were flying southwest and we got onto the airplane and I was able to get her right into that second row. We got on early. We got, I got her into the second row. And of course, there, this is a three-hour flight and my mother-in-law right away starts asking basically the same three questions over and over and over again. Any of those of you who have somebody with Alzheimer's, you know what this is like. And so she's repeating really the same three questions over and over and over again. But that's okay. My, it's not my mother-in-law's fault that she's has Alzheimer's. I want her to feel, you know, as they always say, they're not going to remember what you say, but they're going to remember how you make them feel. And so my goal for the whole entire flight was to keep her calm, to keep her smiling. You know, I was responding as, as kindly as I could to absolutely everything. I was telling her, you know, Patty, don't worry. You're with me. I got you. Like, don't you worry. I got you. We, we got this. And, you know, then she'd smile and say, okay, until a couple minutes had passed and she'd start asking the questions all over again. And so I I had her in the seat and and the stewardesses on this Southwest flight were just absolutely so sweet. And they were like these little rays of light just from the beginning. And then when the beverage cart came along and I got my mother-in-law ginger ale, I decided if I had to endure three hours of this, I was gonna do something that I never do. I'm not the kind of person to ever have a glass of wine on an airplane or in an airport but for this time, I was like, I'm just, I'm just going to have one glass of wine, like just to make sure I stay calm and, and all of that. And, and so I do that, and the stewardess, you know, she comes and she brings me the glass of wine. And, uh, and again, not anything I've ever, I don't think i would ever done that before in my life. And so then I get my credit card out, and I put it on my little table. And, and the stewardess, she probably heard a lot of what was going on, because she was sitting, you know, right up front, and we were only in the second row. And then she comes back down the aisle at one point and she looks at me and she sees my credit card out and she goes, you can put that away. She goes, this, this is on Southwest today. And she goes, and if you need another, just let me know. <laughs> I was like, one is fine. Thank you very much. (laughs) I need to stay alert and focused. I want to be calm, but I don't don't want two glasses of wine. Um, But I was like, thank you so much. But here's the reason that I'm telling you this story. This woman, here she is working on Thanksgiving, and she was like a ray of light. I mean, in here she saw, she saw me. She was paying attention enough to know that I was caring for somebody who had Alzheimer's in that moment. And she knew, and she, she just looked at me and she signed, she wanted to make my day just a little bit better. And so she gave me this random act of kindness by making sure that I didn't even need to pay for my one glass of wine. And I'll tell you that her kindness blessed me throughout that entire stressful day. It blessed me as my father-in-law was driving in the wrong direction and not listening to me afterwards. And I had to get my husband on the phone and say, can you please track my location and tell my father and tell your daddy's he's driving in the wrong direction? He's like, Dad, turn around, you're going to Miami. Uh, you know, and all of that. <laughs> God bless my in-laws. You know, but, and God bless my husband. But it, it just that ray of light, it made my day better. It made my day so much better. And that's when I started to realize she knew how to put on the armor of light. She knew how to put on the armor of light and shine like a ray of light in that small airplane. She knew how to bless me. How can we put on the armor of light? How can we be a blessing to other people? How can we help other people who are struggling? I think she serves as such a great example during the season of Advent of how we can put on the armor of light and be that light throughout this season of Advent and on. Now I'm going to tell you one other story, and so this other story comes from a podcast that I listen to. So I listen to this podcast. It's really a therapy podcast. It's called This Changes Everything. And so I listen to this podcast, and this, uh, the, one of the podcasters who's been a therapist for a really long time, he has a very uh, unhealthy relationship with his family of origin. He doesn't have a good relationship with his mother or his sister. He never really has, and he never really will. Or maybe he will, but he never really has. And so he usually doesn't want to go home for Thanksgiving. So I know a lot of people want to go home for Thanksgiving. It's wonderful and joyful to go home and to be with your family. But the reality is for some people it's not. Some people don't have great relationships with their family. And some people don't want to go home. And if they do, it's not a good situation. And so this man, you know, he's a therapist, too, and he realized that he was going to go home for Thanksgiving, that he was going to do this even though he didn't have a a great relationship with his family, but he was going to do it differently than he did every other time. Every other time that he would go home, he'd very quickly get, like, set on edge. You know, quickly those responses, those things that his family would say would kind of set him into a bad mood. So he decided he was going to do something differently. He wanted to go home, and this time he was going to go, and he was going to meet the kind of behavior that he wanted his family to give him so he wanted to get some love and respect to his family so he was going to mirror what he wanted he was going to be like oh I love you you know it's so good to see you all of that and he was going to put out that in hopes that maybe his family would respond in that way and that could help their relationship he figured he is a therapist after all he would learn how to model the behavior that he wanted mirrored back at him And so that's what he decided to do because he decided that he wanted to set an example. So now here, all of us, we're sitting here in church because we believe that Jesus is the Christ, because we believe that Jesus is the Messiah. We are sitting here in church because we know that Christmas isn't all about Santa Claus. We know what Christmas is really about. We are sitting here in church for a reason. And you know what that means? That means we need to be the example. We need to be the example that we want mirrored in this world. So during the season of Advent, the season when we, A, need to stay awake, and B, we need to put on the armor of light, those are the two things. I'm going to tell you what are your takeaways from today. A, stay awake. B, put on the armor of light. Okay. If you want to know what that sermon's all about, if somebody says, what was the sermon about today? It was about staying awake and putting on the armor of light. That's your answer right there. And so you know, as we need to do all of that, We also need to remember that we need to set an example. We go out into this world and we need to be the example. So how can we be the example that we want others to mirror in this world? How can we go out into this world and be the example as we put on the armor of light? How can we make sure that we are letting the Holy Spirit shine from us how can we make sure that we are being people of love and acceptance how can we make sure that we are putting on the armor of light and setting that example so that others can see us and do the same we all live in different areas we all work in different places so one example is not going to be the same for others but how can we be the example in this world how can we put on the armor of light and set an example of others so that we can usher in the realm of christ and make this world a better place and let's join in a moment of prayer holy and loving god we thank you and we praise you as we start this season of advent lord we're told we're supposed to be shopping for christmas gifts right now we're told that we're supposed to be doing so much to get ready for for things that, that are temporary. But will you help us, Lord, to get ready for things that are eternal? Will you help us, Lord, to follow your way, to be alert, to stay awake, to put on the armor of Christ, and to be an example for others to follow? Will you help us, Lord, to do that? Each and every single one of us, please, Lord, help us to do that during this season of Advent. And we pray this and every prayer through Christ Jesus, our Lord and our Savior, who taught us to pray, saying, Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our debts, as we forgive our debtors. And lead us not into temptation but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever. Amen. Let us continue our worship through our tithes and offerings.
0: give thanks Thanks to the grateful heart give thanks to the holy one give thanks because he's given jesus
1: let us pray together. Gracious God, may this act of giving transform our hearts and our minds. May you bless these gifts and use them to do your will. Through Christ we pray. Amen.
0: the herald angels sing. Got is-
1: putting on the armor of light go forth be blessed and be a blessing to all.